Donald Trump spent $100 million in the last three months, 90 days on Facebook advertising. Between now, which is in January of 2020, and November 1st, which is the election, they will spend $1 billion on advertising. Hey everyone, John Millen, I'm out here in Las Vegas. Had a chance to listen to Brad Parscale, who is the campaign manager for the Trump campaign election. What I'd like to say at first is, please listen to this regardless of your political thoughts of Donald Trump, whether you're Democrat, Republican, Independent, or don't give a damn. Listen to the message, listen to the techniques they're using. If you have a business or you're in marketing or you're in sales, drop the bullshit political piece that just popped in your head and saying you don't like him so you're not gonna listen. Brad Parscale is running and the first person ever in history to run a campaign, a presidential campaign without any campaign experience. He came from a different part of, of marketing and sales and rose up because of what he does and what he, um, the techniques he uses. So please put your bullshit things aside and just listen to the message, the content. Because so many times he, they had to kind of make a disclaimer when he came on because you could feel in the room like, oh my gosh, you're afraid to, to applaud this guy. And he had bodyguards with him because people are trying to kill him. He said, you guys got haters. I got people that want to kill me. Now he said it, you know, in a good spirit, but think about that. People want to kill you. It's stupid. So listen to this. That's my upfront disclaimer. And if you can't handle it, then you may not be, deserve to be in business because you're going to alienate half of your audience just because of the way you think about your politics. So from that, all right, let's go. Brad Parscale. What's interesting, he's came on stage and I had never heard of the guy. So do your own research, look him up. But that's what he started. He said in the, next, in the last 90 days, they spent $100 million in Facebook ads. $100 million. Grant spends a million dollars a month in Facebook. So they, they couldn't even fathom like, oh my, that's how much his rev, revenue his companies make. So Brad, so what was interesting, number one, I'm here at the GrowthCon, um, 10X GrowthCon in Vegas, right? Um, Grant wore a tie on stage and I noticed it. I don't know if anyone else did. Now he's been on stage the last two days in a nice sport coat, you know, and I no tie, nice shirt, you know, looking professional. No, no, no question. Didn't come out like sloppy, but I've never seen him, at least for me, I've never seen him with a tie. Bride came out with a suit and tie dressed impeccably. Why is that? Why did he make a change in his wardrobe? Because in the morning he didn't have that on. Because he was probably thinking, look, if, I, if Donald Trump were sitting here or anyone of that level, would I show up with just my, my sport coat on or just my 10X shirt? Hell no, I'd show up with a suit and tie on. So he's making an impression. That's a huge lesson for me. I was like, oh my God, that's, would I have done that? I don't know. I'm gonna be like, dude, I'm gonna wear whatever I want. It's my conference. Right? I'll, I'll wear a t-shirt if I need to. So, wow, that, was, that, that could go so many different directions. Okay, so Grant was asking about how do you advertise? Like, what are the things you're doing? And granted, it's the presidential election. So Brad was very careful to say, look, I understand this is like a big run up to a single day. It's either win or lose. It's either I'm in, I have a job going forward or, I, or I'm unemployed. And that's the deal, and he knows it. So these are some tips for advertising in general. 
So don't worry about if it's Facebook. It's, it's what he does to attract attention, to tell the story. That's what they're trying to do, right? In, in, the, in, in the presidential election, they're trying to tell a story of what makes him different. And that's what we do. If you're a restaurant, you gotta say what makes you different. If you're a printer, if you sell cars, if you sell insurance, you gotta say what makes us different. So there's three things he said that I wrote down that I think is really valuable. And I've been really studying marketing for a long time, the last year, <laughs> since I was here last year, because I was doing a damn thing on marketing. So the first thing is um, understand your audience. <sighs> yeah, I've heard that before, right? I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah. But he said, no, when they, they get the data on their audience. Now, scale it down for you. So I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, I don't have a hundred million dollars. You know, I barely have a thousand, two thousand, three thousand a month to, to invest what's uh, invest in advertising. Understand your audience, get the data and narrow it down. So think about that from a political standpoint. Would they spend a hundred million dollars in California or in New York? No. Why? Because most people in California are Democrat. They're not going to buy that product. So if you're selling um, product or service, think about where you want to, where your audience is, know who your audience is. That's going to buy your product or service. And I made this mistake last year, not a mistake, but I learned that I was, you know, I was trying to find where my audience was and I was casting the net really wide and hoping to people that consume things would then come into my, my influence and into my world. But I probably should have said, look, who's my ideal audience. It's a certain kind of size company, right? It's a company with 10 to 100 employees. It's not the company that has 2,000 employees or a school system with 8,000 employees. That's not my market. So narrow that down, understand. And he said, get the data. He said, a lot of marketing is math. People don't like math. So find something that does and, and try to find the data. And he said, there's lots of sources where you can get the data. And as he sat there, I'm like, damn, I don't think I've ever looked to buy the data. He's like, and so he was telling Grant all this stuff he knows about people. Grant's like, can I get that? Like, where do you get that? He was just like, pulled out his pen. Where, where do I get that data? And Brad smiled like, all this stuff is for sale. You know, it's all being collected. So point number one, understand your audience, get your data and go narrow on that and, and, and go where they are and figure out who that audience is. Number two, you have to have a great product. So he said, it doesn't matter if you're selling, you know, garbage, it's a waste. So that's, that's understandable. Number three is more important is perfect creative. You need to have perfect creative. And Grant's like, what do you mean perfect? What about just creative? No, no, no. Grant's like, how do you get perfect? He said, test, test, test. Always look at data, test, look at, look at the data, always test. And he, so he said, and he, so he said, um, you're looking for the feeling. So he said, you're selling emotion. Marketing and advertising is selling emotion first. You have to feel something when, when you're talking about it. And that's a really good lesson, even though I have heard that a lot in the last year, I don't always do it. Sometimes I'm selling the logic. Probably, now I think about it, most of the time I'm selling the logic. And then I weave in a little emotion. 
He's not saying don't have both. He's not saying just be pie in the sky, but you gotta hit him first with the emotion. He gave a couple examples. This is fascinating. He said, everyone in this room, 90% of you either have a Samsung or an Apple phone. And when you bought the phone, there was a feeling and an emotion attached to that. So I have an iPhone. And so he said, when you get an iPhone, you get this nice white box, beautifully wrapped. You open it up, you take your phone out. And did you notice that the box actually weighs more than the phone? He said, they do that on purpose. They purposely put weight in the white Apple iPhone box to give it a feeling of solid, a feeling of quality. I've never noticed it until he said it. He's right. And we keep, sometimes we keep those boxes in our closet. I don't know why. Maybe my kids like to play with them, but we, we hang on to those boxes. We don't just throw them in the trash immediately. Now, eventually they go to the trash. That is selling the feeling, the emotion. What a great example. I'm going to give you another one. This is, hang with me here. This, there's so much good stuff, and I hope, hope this is valuable. Um, he said, um, Brad said, I've been studying elections, the elect, every single election since 1986. Grant's like, so 1886? And Brad's like, I'm sorry, 1896. 1896. Every election he studied. I don't remember who the president was, but I remember the story. He said, in 1896, there was a debate between the Republican and Democrat on whether to tie the dollar to the gold or silver standard, meaning... They, they needed to peg the value of the, the, the value of a dollar bill would go up and down based on something. And what they were using, deciding was, should it be silver or gold, the price of silver or gold. So if silver went up, the value of that dollar bill went up or if it went down, it went down. So the whole country had to decide. And the debate was that that was the main thing in 1896. Now, what Brad said is people today know what the hell that means. But back then, they were like, what the hell is this? I have no idea what you're talking about. And so one of his big things is you want to make sure marketing is kitchen table talk, not schoolroom talk. And that just smacked me because I've been doing a lot of not just schoolroom talk, but I think I do a lot of college talk, like PhD level talk, because I want to talk about the technique and the intricacies. People don't care about the intricacies. They want kitchen table talk. Simple. Just be simple. Okay, so here's the analogy. This is fascinating. The Democrats wanted the silver standard. The Republicans wanted the gold standard. They're just getting up and you know talking about debating. And remember, you're voting on the president, and whatever whoever wins, it's either the silver standard or gold standard. And remember, no one that knows what the hell that means. So they're getting all technical and they're debating. And I wish I remember the president, whoever it was. Some of you would know. They they got up and their pitch was this: If you want. The Democratic side, which is the silver side, they, they took a, a loaf of bread and split it in half and held up half the loaf. You want half a loaf. If you want what the Republicans want, which is gold, and he pulled up another full loaf of bread and he held it up and said, you want a full loaf. If you want a half a loaf, you vote Democrat because that's silver. If you want a full loaf, you vote Republican, which is gold. Guess who won? Gold, the full loaf. He made it simple. He made it kitchen table talk and everyone was trying to confuse and look all smart. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been, I've been doing some of my marketing 
on my YouTube, on podcasts here, on LinkedIn, probably not using kitchen table talks. So that is a huge lesson. I hope you're hearing this because that is a game changer. Okay, real quick. So Grant asked him, he was, he was asking people, he has a book on stage. He's like, have you read the book? And Brad's like, you know, last night I skimmed through it. I didn't read the whole thing, but I looked through it. And, and Grant asked a hard question. What do you think Trump would say if I gave him the book? Brad paused. I think he would think it should say 100x. <laughs> and the place went nuts. And Grant was like, I, I could do a book. I'll do a book just for him. Limited edition, 100x. That <laughs> was really funny. Um, that was cool. Um, so that I think is, is, is definitely the main points. There's a bunch, there's a whole bunch of stuff. You know, I can't, can't go through it all. Um, but he just talked about the emotion. Um, also start small, you know, in advertising, try to be emotionally appealing. Don't try to do it all at once and test and refine and tell your message. So I hope this is helpful. Um, it was really fun to, to watch that interview and uh, make sure to, uh, to check out other things that we have on our YouTube channel. Subscribe if it's valuable and let us know if we can help.